And welcome to episode 16, take two. Oh my gosh. So as as you reminded me what number it was, I'm like, dude, that's my favorite number. Well, I'm glad you're here for this episode right? then. Like that's my Instagram number. Oh, that's the number true. on my Instagram. PSAC 16. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I don't that, remember. Why is that your favorite number? Um, I think when I was in high school, um, there was a senior on the football team I really respected and looked up to. Um, and that was his number. And I think I just fucking, because right after that, I, I wore that number all throughout college too. Nice. Um, I, yeah, it was it was strange. Yeah, I, I don't know why I like that number so much, but I do. And, well, it's fucking on everything I have. Cool. Well, hey, elephant in the room, though no one knows other than us. We did not put an episode out last week. It was a good episode. I enjoyed the episode thoroughly. But, Jesus, we talked about lifting for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. And then we went, like, super hard political bitching economic policy, which I agreed. I mean, it was my opinion on things, so I totally agreed with it. But, yeah. But I was I, like, people don't want to listen to that shit. Yeah, I remember I went up, I went up to you the other morning. Like, was it yesterday morning? Yeah. Yesterday morning in the gym. Yeah. Or maybe the day Wh- whatever, whatever day I saw you at 5 o'clock, they all are the same now to me. <laughs> Fucking getting up early, I'm losing my mind. And I was like, hey, did we uh, did we upload a podcast? Um, last, I was like, did our last week's one get uploaded? Because, so, like, our la- most recent one was when you won... Strongman Nationals. I was like, no, yeah. we definitely talked about other things. Well, and, and I don't know, part of it was I was like, uh, I was just being lazy. And then the other part was I think I was kind of being lazy because I was kind of like, ah, I know content doesn't have to be perfect, but like, I feel like, Our li- well, I feel like maybe like a third of the show can be political bitching, but two thirds should be more, right? Like, we <laughs> more cannot, oriented, right? Or like at least two thirds over. Something we right, cannot have right. two thirds of it being political. I mean, hey, if our <laughs> listeners want that and that's what they want, you know, let us know. We'll, we'll throw it up there. Maybe we'll do like a holiday special. We'll do a uh, holiday special. We could do a holiday special. We could do a if you join our Patreon, we'll have some Patreon episodes that are more of us bitching, low quality. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that. That's speaking ooh. of which, ching. Want to holler at you guys about how you can support Meathead Shatter the podcast here. You can give us a follow at Meathead Chatter on Instagram. In the bio, we have a pretty sweet link that can take you to many things, one of which being our Patreon. If you enjoy the podcast and want to show your support for as little as $5 a month, you can be a supporting member and we can be friends. You can be a friend of the podcast. If you want something a little more for 30 bucks a month, we do have available template programming for powerlifting and strongman. Sent out weekly. You can just sign up for either one of those and get something for your money other than this sweet-ass entertainment. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram individually, at strongman underscore Dan for me, and at PSAC16 for Preston. Back to the show. Welcome back. And then also, don't forget to drop a review wherever you listen to us. I'll even let you go four star. Normally, I'm like five stars, but four plus, feel free. <laughs> that's um, that's that was the end. So that's how I knew we didn't upload one last week. Why? Is because I was like, no, we talked about uh, Spotify and uh, iTunes like the week prior. Yep. Or Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah, and we. Yep, and yep. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Did we? And then I started second guessing what we talk about. So I was like, good thing I listen. Hey, how's your back feeling? My back is money, baby. What about your hamstrings? Money. Oh, good. So you recovered from Yeah, I'm Sunday. all good. So I did uh, I did pass my RKC snatch test. I did that earlier this week. Now, now explain to our listeners what that is. Is that where you identify different vaginas? in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to know which ones are hairy. 
mm-hmm. which ones are clean. Okay. Which ones are blue waffle, which is like a mm-hmm. disease. Is it? I don't know. Google it. I'm hey, good. Everybody, everybody go, Google, go Google blue waffle and let me know what comes up. Um, I don't know what gonna, pops up now. You are going to regret that image search. Oh, gosh. Um, Man, I guess that's But No, it is, it is a cat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, and we can't post this one. Um, <laughs> this will be the blue waffle episode, and that will be the title of the episode. Blue waffles and snatch tests. Oh, no. God, it's so gross. That's such clickbait, though. <laughs> it is. That is such clickbait. Yep, we're doing it. I was like the John Hack isn't fair, I hate John Hack, or yeah. whatever it was. That was our most listened to episode. Yeah, I got to get this. because it was clickbait. You know, clickbaity. Anyway, so about this snatch test. So it is, for dudes, it is a 53-pound kettlebell for 100 reps inside five minutes, which means you're doing at least 20 reps per minute. You can switch hands as much as you want, take as much rest as you want, but if you get 99 and then the the second hand crosses that five-minute mark, you are shit out of luck. You did it in, what, was it four and a half minutes? Yeah. Four and a half, yeah. Yeah, that was, um. so when I when you told me you were doing this, because I thought it was with like 100-pound kettlebell. So I, was, oh God, I thought no. it was like brutal. For some reason, they're like 75-pound kettlebell. Then I saw you do it or have the 50-pound, 50-whatever, 50 54, and I was like, dude, that's not that hard. So it was, and then I was watching you, and I'm like, "You're in better shape than I am." I think cardiovascular wise. Well, so and, and I'd, I'd been after the meet, I'd been kind of working on my conditioning a little bit, basically because I knew I had to like get this done, right. this monkey off my back, and I knew what held me back before was a little bit of back muscle endurance, and then uh, just cardio. Yeah, you, your back didn't feel anything. It wasn't it not at first. Your- I. Hamstrings? Yeah, my hamstrings were lit the hell up. My grip was lit the hell up. Because um, you have to... Can you, wait, when could you, you use chalk on that? Yeah. yeah oh, I, you didn't, I, you didn't I chalk did. up. You I chalked, chalked up. up when I started. Yeah, but you didn't re-chalk. I was more concerned about time than anything. You uh, Well, yeah, uh, I, I'm not going to Because I didn't take too many breaks. No, and you were pretty consistent. And I, uh, when I watched you do it, I was like, I think the within the first minute... Because you basically kept it at the same pace. And during the first minute, I'm thinking, he may not get this because if he's going to slow down at all, he's in trouble. Right. I kept my pace the same, but I switched arms a little more. You got um, you got into a groove yeah. about midway, and that's when really what got you going. When my technique got good, it got easier. Uh, oh, yeah. Funny how, funny how that works. See, on kettlebells, the, waiter you can, the later you can wait on pushing your hips back to where, like, they call it playing chicken with the kettlebell. Like, basically, you want to be as close to hitting yourself in the nuts with it as possible mm-hmm. before you push your hips back, and that loads your hamstrings better, and you get more of a rubber band effect. If you do it early, it's a lot harder on your back. It goes down a little more instead of back a little more, and it just doesn't load really? the same. Yeah. Hmm. Um, We're gonna but, yeah, have I'm, to, glad uh... that's, I'm glad that's done. A 53-pound kettlebell wasn't, like, crazy heavy or anything, but 100 reps is not my world. So we're going to have to work with my girlfriend on... Kettlebell swings, side note. I um, mean, I am an RKC certified instructor well, as of she said that, that we need day. a heavier kettlebell f- to do kettlebell swings. How heavy she need to go? I don't know. Just do single arm. Well, but my thing is, is remember, if you can, it's not about necessarily the weight of the kettlebell, it's more so how, how do you fire your hips. Yeah, and the harder you, I mean, you could make a 35-pound kettlebell if you're doing hard-style kettlebell. You could make it feel like a heavier kettlebell. Well, and I, I think she it. kettlebell swings probably the way I kettlebell swing, where it's like a full-body type deal where like, yeah, you use your body, shoulders more. Where, but, like, where, yeah, your yeah. shoulders, 
should only the only thing your shoulders should be doing is screwing in like you're doing a lat pull down or yeah. setting up for a bench. And I think we get a little bit of front raise with it. I don't yeah. know. I've never watched her actually do it. But like the way I used to do it was wrong because you corrected me when I was doing it right. here in the gym or in your garage. And well, and there's there's a million ways to do them. If you look at CrossFit, the oh yeah, they, the that's Ameri- how the American I kettlebell do. Swing, that's how I was doing that where it goes totally overhead. Mm-hmm. The technique has to change a little bit because you're not. Unless the kettlebell is just super light, you're just not going to get it that high with right. just your hips. Like it just isn't what it is. Um, they're they're basically like a two handed snatch almost. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know how high she goes. Um, I'd be interested to see if we could. Uh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy get away to mess from with it if um, she happens to be there when I'm there. Get away. Get away with not having to get bigger kettlebells yet. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it goes up. To, I I have a hundred and twenty four pound kettlebell there. I know. So that's why I was like swings. Yeah, I want to know how she. Well, although I will say, and she gives me a ton of shit. For she this. Has, she's, she's very got strong super in the hamstrings. strong hamstrings because yeah. she can do, she can do um, Bulgarian split squats with the one twenty fours. Damn, I'm like I hate you. Like she she uh, uses yeah, straps solid. when she use when she does her Bulgarian split well, squats. Have her, have her we talk, straps be better. We were talking about that this morning, and I was like, yeah, I, I can't do that. Like yeah. her, she is she has insanely very, strong. She legs. has very strong hamstrings and glutes, especially her hamstrings, especially are like freak strong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe that's right. So f- with kettlebells, so like I can probably swing the a fair amount. I've never used a two hundred three kettlebell, but that's kind of the heaviest I we have access to. Right. Um. But basically, when you know a kettlebell is too heavy for swinging, it's when you can't move your hips explosively with right. So right. if you can move it, but your hips aren't moving explosively, it's kind of like the whole purpose of a swing isn't there anyway. Just do RDLs. Well, and uh, and that's how I used to do it. I don't think I was moving my hips necessarily explosively, or if I was, and I then was I'm, doing it like half half the time. And there's like I said, there's a million styles of kettlebell. I'm not well versed in very many of them. Hard style is what I've always done mm-hmm. all the way back through MMA. That's like what RKC does. That's what Strong First does. But there's definitely like the kettlebell sport version is very different um, than hard style is. So when you're talking hard style swings, you're talking about like super dynamic, super hard contractions on everything and, huh. less, and less flow. Interesting. I, I, I Yeah, I, I'm curious as to how she does them. She'll, I think she has them tonight, actually. Yeah, I did... Uh, I, today was my circuit training day, and I, I did, saw. Uh, That's why I was like, "Damn, was, he's doing kettlebell snatches again." Yep, I went uh, five each side, um, ten rounds with the sixty-two pounder, but at a, at a more relaxed pace. Like I do that, and then I do like you know two hundred or twenty calories on the rower or something. Is that what it was? I thought it was like yeah. 200, 200 meters. I thought two hundred meters is what I was doing on the skier. Oh, day. is that but, what it was? I mean, basically, it's like two to three minutes of some kind of steady state cardio thing at a moderate pace. Right. And then go back and do my thing. So it was, I mean, it was, you know, not a five minute snatch session. Right. Right. That sounds terrible. Ugh. Well, sir, you are what? Three and a half weeks out at this point. Almost yep. three weeks out. Yep. Till worlds. Mm-hmm. How are we feeling? Uh, my anxiety is pretty high. Um, uh, I mean, work is pretty stressful too, so it's not helping. I was I'm not saying. I, I know you have a lot of like outside of gym stress right now too. Yeah, yeah, and and unfortunately, it's a bad time. So I've been trying to get about six, and I've been trying to get eight. Mm-hmm. Sleep. Um, yeah, eight hours of sleep. Uh, I think I'm getting. I'm about seven, seven and a half. Um, when I saw you, 
hell when I saw you on Tuesday morning. I was like, yeah, I woke up at one and then I woke up at three and then I woke up at four and I looked at my watch and I was like, oh, hell no, I'm sleeping 30 more minutes. Yeah. So like I'm waking up multiple times. That sucks. So yeah. And and the stress is just getting, I think the stress is outside life stress. And then as you start peaking, like the workouts start to be a little more neurologically damaging, Mm -hmm. the overtraining from a neurological standpoint starts to creep in. I always sleep like shit. Right, yeah, and four weeks into me. Right, and so the thing I've been doing, and this is uh, this is actually something I am, I am planning on finishing, um, and getting some extra doctoral work um, after I finish my master's degree is, uh, is just talking to a professional about it. You know, because there are like like, yeah, there is a there is a growing trend, and I I highly recommend it. Um, it is just like, cause as you get to this point where you start getting super close and the bigger the meat, it seems like the worse it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you start feeling yeah, all hard, of this, like it's hard to go into emotions. It's hard to go into worlds. Right. With a cavalier casual attitude. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, um, so I mean, cause I was kind of an asshole yesterday morning, um, in the gym with my music. And I like, I like felt bad, but then I was like, well, (laughs) yeah, you've been, you've definitely been a little testier than normal. Yeah. Well, and I, and I'm like trying to dial in my squats and dial in everything. And, you know, and you and I've talked about this before. We've talked about this on the podcast. I am not a, Ooh, I can play games and have fun when I live. Like like maybe when I'm, uh, maybe when I'm doing my accessories, I can mess around. But like when I'm doing my core stuff and we're starting to get heavy, we're starting to get peaked. It, I am. I'm not like the coolest person. Yeah, I'm, I'm an asshole. It, you, well, do, you get a little assholey when you get closer to me, but that that's kind of the the headspace you need to be at right. to perform well. Whereas, like, I'm totally different. I'm, I'm I'll fuck around the day of the meet like crazy, and then when it's like okay, I'm three out. I'm still pretty chill, but I'm a little quieter. And then like when it's my time, then I'm that guy. Yeah, but I'm only that guy when I'm walking out to the platform, so no one interacts with me and realizes it. Right, you know? and and maybe as I get older, I will be more like that. Um, because you do have some more experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it could be, but I mean, I feel like I've kind of always been a little more this way. Right. And, and it's okay. That's right. that's just why and, I'm different. Yeah, and I'm not saying that the way I, I approach it is wrong. Um, sometimes though, though, it has a downside. So when I was prepping for, I don't remember what the hell I was. I think it was a meet in Ohio. I was prepping for. I uh, yeah, because I was I was lifting was it the it, one we did together. Uh, you mean Brad? No, that was the one I did it with uh, Hannah. At, okay. uh, oh yeah, yeah a raw yeah. performance. Um, and so I'm driving. I'm working in Illinois, and I'm driving. I don't remember what the fuck I was doing in Illinois, but I was coming to the gym to train. I remember that Fairless. they had you doing like training or something. Yeah, I was like doing some weird shit, yeah. and it's a dumb job. Um, we all get them, but I like completely unhinged myself in during a squat session, and that was like during the culmination of like insane amounts of stress like what i feel like i've got right now i was like it's like a repeat of what's happening right yeah, now but the, but like <laughs> i i could not i couldn't disengage from yeah. like it, that mode i go into when i'm like super intense um i couldn't disengage and i i like carried that for like 24 hours so i was like emo- i was very emotionally exhausted but yeah it showed in my training because i my my squats were being weird and i could not I couldn't squat my opener. That was what yep. it was. was I, well, I missed you, my opener multiple that, times, and I was I was done. If you get in that emotional groove and you can't get out of it, you're yeah. exhausted. Yeah. Oh my. And I um, I think I ended up leaving work that day or something. I ended up. I think I ended up leaving early or something because I just could not. Right. Um. I couldn't talk to anybody without being a fucking 
asshole. Well, and it's weird, man. Like the uh, and people don't get it unless they're competing, and and even if they're competing, if they're not competing at like a level where it, not that powerlifting is important because it's fucking not right. But <laughs> but if you're like prepping for a national level meet or right. worlds like something that matters or like even like a qualifier mm-hmm. for a national or worlds and you know your borderline mm-hmm. like if you're competing to where you kind of have to take it seriously it's just really hard for people who don't mm-hmm. compete at a level like that to understand right and and i am a very competitive person right and which is why you're which is why you got good right like i will i will Fucking bleed out the nose during God, I'm so jealous. I've never all had that the time. Happen. Although the last time I did it, I like blew it all over the wall. And that was kind of <laughs> gross, just straight out in front of me. The only time I've ever had anything interesting happen when lifting heavy, like I've always wanted the nosebleed. Oh, I did. I did pass out at a meet once, but I'm talking like in training. Oh yeah, what? What? What'd you I do? shit my pants. I have not that it. done that yet. <laughs> Knock on wood. I was wearing brown sweatpants. So it was okay. I just went to the bathroom. I, I burned my underwear and threw it in the trash. I, mean, I just threw it in the trash and I like <laughs> wiped my ass. And then I put my brown sweatpants back on and went out there and finished the set. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so we had I had two meets that I went to this weekend. Oh, yeah. How the hell was that? You went to Dude, Static Monsters and then the USPA yeah, meet too. Yeah, so the, the USPA meet was Saturday. It was good. Um, my, shout out Shout out to... Um, USPA in Indiana, yeah, having a, putting on a really good show. It was a good show, and and the reason that popped into my head is because the dude I was coaching is actually the dude I was hanging out with, lifting at his gym when I shit myself. Oh shit, really? <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Tolbert. So he's he's a, he's an interesting character. He's he's a. I feel like anyone who's very competitive at something is like a little off. In, oh, in definitely. various ways, like like, like, you, like yeah, we've talked. Yeah, get to we've be like a little too a intense. He's kind of intense and like just a little off. Like I, I don't know what I am, but like I'm. Oh, sure you're off. I'm as off. Fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> like I feel like everybody that competes at like a, a, a level where they're they can get worked up about it is just just an odd duck in some way or another. And uh, and Nicholas is is no different. He's actually a three sport guy. He uh he did a bodybuilding show eight weeks ago, mm-hmm. and just did a powerlifting meet, and then he did a weightlifting meet about six weeks before that bodybuilding show. Oh damn. Um, so he's he's done now. He's done two weightlifting meets, two bodybuilding shows, and two powerlifting meets. Now, that's a it's um, a pretty good resume. And it's like he's he's not crazy strong by any means, or, or like at a super high level at any of them. But just to do all three like in the same year is pretty freaking dope. It's tough, yeah. definitely tough. And he had a good meet, man. I feel like. There were some good I was, lifters. I was going to say not to toot my own horn, but totally to toot my own horn. I am like really good at attempt selection right now. Like the, oh, la- really? the last, I'm not with you and Tara Ho, but that, literally every I, other Yeah, meet. but if, no, but when you do it, yeah, but that one doesn't count because I don't listen very yeah. well on meet day. Like I, you'll be like, do, I don't know how you're feeling. And then you'll be like, oh, do this. And I'm like, ah, no, I'm going to do something else. Eh, fuck you, Dan. Yeah, no, I am the worst okay. at a meet. I will, I will never be the coach that blames my athlete for shit, though. So I'm glad you said it. No, oh, no, I definitely <laughs> fucking um, pick it. I don't but listen. No, I, I went, we went probably a little too light on his deadlift, but he, uh, again, eight weeks off a of bodybuilding show. Right. So, like, we had his numbers from his last powerlifting and meet, and I'm like, let's just PR the shit from your last meet. We're not worried about all-time gym PRs because they're not competition PRs mm-hmm. anyway. 
and you just did a fucking bodybuilding show. Right. Um, so he ended up with a... And this is all drug-free, right? Yeah, yeah, he's Yeah, mad, I was going to say this is because uh, he, um, he was drug-tested. He, yeah, he's drug-tested, and he, uh, he went... I forget the number of what he hit, but he hit like a, a 10 pound PR on squat. Um, he did not PR his comp bench, but he, he would have, if he would have just waited for the damn. Command. Oh, that's right. It was like a bullshit little technical. It was he, one of those things he, that we talk he, about. He pressed a little, he pressed too soon. He didn't, pre- he didn't wait for the press command. He went solid. On, first one was super easy. Second one was, was looked like a second attempt should. Mm-hmm. And then third one actually moved about like the second one. But he didn't wait for the press command, and that would have been at like a ten pound PR. Oh wow! Um, and then his deadlift, three eighty five would have been a competition PR for mm-hmm. him. But the way that his second moved, I'm like, dude, we're we're fucking going four oh seven or whatever the kilo number was, and he's yeah, like, yeah, I was like, trust me, <laughs> like, so he'd never hook gripped before on deadlift. He's an Olympic lifter, so he hook grips on snatch and clean and drop. Oh yeah, but he was just double overhand and all his deadlifts. Um, like three weeks out from this meet, and I was like, "Dude, what the hell are you doing?" I was like, "Oh yeah, is grip an issue ever?" And he's like, "He's like, no, but I mean, I don't really ever go super heavy because double overhand is what I'm like. Why don't you hook grip that?" He's like, "Oh, I didn't even think about that." So God damn like, it! <laughs> so I mean, he 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 went four oh six or whatever it was. Yeah, and, so I think and it's four oh seven, and it it moved. It it should have been his opener. I mean, he oh, would have been damn. He would have been good for about like four fifty ish, probably. Nice, uh, which would have been a big PR for him, and that would have beat his all time PR. So I mean, you know, right? He's he's moving in the right direction, and uh, I think weightlifting's his his next competition. But I was okay. like, dude, if you ever get dialed in and want to like just, he's definitely the kind of guy that if he could dial in and pick one, he would get good so fast. Oh, it's just hard to get good at three things at once. Right, know? right. But, but I, it I respect keeps it that interesting. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was fun. Um, and the other thing, when I have, like, one athlete, they're like, powerlifting's a long-ass day. So I'm always, like, bouncing around, like, talking to other people and, like, hey, you need to lift off? I got, like, so I ended right. up helping, uh, oh, Jacob and Katrina. Oh, that's right. You helped, gym. yeah, you helped, you helped. They were out. there. Um, so I did lift-offs for Jacob and, uh. How'd he do? He did really well. He what? broke, uh, he broke. I think he broke a national record for juniors in USPA. How young is he? That much younger than me? Uh, I think this is his last year as a junior. Okay, I think junior goes to twenty three. He squatted six eleven. I and believe sleeves or wraps. Uh, wraps. Good go. Uh, good on as him. Two twenty. Oh, he, did he two twenty? He, he was. He and I were talking like about two hundred eight. So yeah, he, he and I were talking about. Um, whether he was going to do 198 or 220. I'm glad he didn't because, I mean, if he could get the records at 220, Shit, yeah. then why cut weight? Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I, um, and I think he, him. he benched. I can't remember if he benched, like, right at four or, like, just under four, but he had a good bench. Oh, no, he he did. He went four, 12, or 15 or something like that. Oh, good him. Go for um, him. And then I forget what he pulled, but it was he basically did like a, a national or state record on everything he touched that good, day good him yeah he he had a good day he's he's another one of those guys that's just very explosive yeah so well, like anything he, did, he hits um, looks easy yeah cuz he uh well cuz he's a, he's ex, he's a ex i don't know if he's still active i don't think uh, he's active duty anymore i think he's working his way out but he was a ranger at one point yeah he he's a, he's special forces um school. he's a uh, the crazy thing is is like all my all the, of all the rangers i've met He's probably the coolest, like, chillest dude. Like, he's he's the least uptight one. Yeah, most of the Rangers I've met 
are little like seals, and I've yet to meet a seal who's not a dick. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, well, he just seems not like that he's... I've met a million special and, forces. And don't guys, get me but... wrong, like I've got a couple friends who are <laughs> great dudes, but they don't. They're a little like scatterbrained. Yep. That's the word I'll use. Um, and you know, Jacob just seems like he's marching in the right direction, but yeah. he is a lot younger than um, the ones I know. Yeah. So the ones I know are <laughs> Dude, in their 30s. There was one point me and him were trading war stories from like when I was in law enforcement when he was overseas. And I was like, yeah, this is getting dark. We should probably move on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so he, he's he got a pretty good head on him on he his does, shoulders. He does. And he can take a lot of it with a grain of yep. salt. And, and then, uh, like, yeah, those stories are fucked. And Katrina, man, I felt for Katrina. So she's strong as shit. She's oh, like, my, Well, uh, are you going to get her to do a uh, strongman? Uh, she wants to try a strongman. Yeah. So she's not... Build amazing for it, cause, just because she's short. Right? right. She's shorter. But, dude, it's still she's fun. Strong she'd still fuck. have fun time. She, she, have you ever struggle. watched her axle clean? I was like, she'd struggle on, like, stones or things where, like, height matters, but, like, she'd be Explosive awesome movements? Yeah, her axle clean impress is... Solid? Yeah. Like, I I, t- I saw her out of the corner of my eye one day. When, this is before we moved gyms, and I was squatting, and I saw someone do an axle clean impress, and I was like, who the fuck is in here doing an axle clean impress? Nice. Who is this chick? And then I just watched her, and I was like, this chick's strong as shit. So, and, and I think where that comes from is when Jacob is prepping for, for Ranger stuff, mm-hmm. his coach usually puts a bunch of strongman-type things in yeah. it, and then they kind of both play with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he actually talked to me today about maybe looking at doing a strongman show, too. I was like, bro, I, I got you. you Dude, know, they're if great. You just, if you just want to talk shop or if you want me to program, I don't care. Like, I just love talking about that shit. Right, I will. Um, hell, you and I were talking about that uh, yesterday. Yep, because you were like, "Hey, there's a strongman comp in uh, was it Jan- um, January eighth? I'm doing. And, it. Um, That's too close to your meet. You'd have like four weeks to prep. I mean, you could do it. It's fun. It's got ten stones. As I know, I, I think I think that's why I want to do it. Is I've I hate. So here's the thing: is I hate sticky stuff. I'm like breathing into the mic, and I I hate sticky stuff, and I hate like tacky things. Well, but I know I want to fuck. Stones. I want to fuck with it though. That's the thing: yeah. is I want to fuck with the stones. So can um, you pick up a rock? The 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 biggest reason. So the name of this competition is Mega Balls. Mm-hmm. I just want a shirt that says Mega Balls on it. Shit, That's, the comp shirt would be cool as I shit, I know. I'm like, I'm like, the best thing about this show is that I get a competition shirt that says Mega Balls on it, and everyone's going to be like, what the fuck does your shirt say Mega Balls for? Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> I, hell, I might just go there because they have this, uh, there's this English uh, bar, like how we, or like... Um, Oh yeah, because that's like how we have like nine hours brothers. We've Hannah done powerlifting at that gym. Yeah, before. yeah. Hannah and I went when we stayed at that hotel. We went into this little English pub, and I got a Scotch egg, and I was like, "This is fucking delicious." Nice. I think I threw it on my Instagram actually. Like it was so good. Like I want to do it because you said it, it's stones, log. Oh, uh, so the, there's a press medley that is a. I only know the weights for my weight class, but for my weight class, the heavyweights, it's a. 200-pound keg press. Oh, you were telling me it's the weights a, for that? It's a 200-pound block press, and it's a 275 axle. They don't really have it broken down as to, like, if you wrap out the axle, if it's go between all three and run the gamut as many times as you can in a minute, or if it's just do the three as quick as you can. Um, hmm. That More details will come out as it goes, I'm sure. Um, then there is a Husafel carry that's only, it's only 300. Yeah. Which isn't bad. You've done more than that. Yeah, mine was 315. Yeah. Oh, it was all, yeah, but I did bad. 
Because well, well, remember because <laughs> well, it'll be lighter this time. Well, because the original weight was three fifteen. Yeah, rather. Oh, and they bumped and it up. They bumped it up to like three thirty or three forty five. Welcome or whatever. to strong man. And I was not. And it wasn't that I wasn't prepared for the weight. It was the way the weight was in the hole. It was a. It was one of the weight loaded ones. So we were putting oh, plates so in can, there. It can shift around so the, on you. As I went to go pick it up, it um the weight. Flopped you know, around it flopped it. down and pulled it to the ground, and it <laughs> threw my ass in the air, and I couldn't recover. I didn't know how to recover. And I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" So yeah, so I like it, got like two feet. That is the weird. I was thing. so mad. Like competing is definitely a skill, but in powerlifting, there's so many more controlled variables mm-hmm. that getting good at competing in powerlifting is a much shallower Eas- yeah. learning curve. Yeah, it's a little easier. Strongman is a very steep learning curve because you could have Husafel that has lead shot in it, mm-hmm. and it it feels one way, and then you get one that's plate loaded, and it's still a Husafel carry, but it'll fuck you more. Well, and and the only one I had an issue with really was the Husafel, and I had an issue with the rope pull too because like fuck, I have tiny hands, and I did not know how to do that. Well, and it was like the fifth event. Well, and we didn't train it. <laughs> That was the that we oh, didn't yeah, train that we didn't really have anything to really. Train um, but on. like um, the stairs, that was probably uh, like power my favorite. Is, power stairs is my favorite event in strong. I think I, well, I almost passed out, but I like fell off the fucking stairs, passed out when I was coming yeah. back down. But I love the the, the power stairs so because I love power stairs because it rewards people who can move. Yeah, it re- pretty well. It and, rewards athletic type people because I am athletic. relatively I'm, athletic. Yeah, we're we're both pretty athletic dudes that just happen to get strong as well. Right. Um, so I always do well at that. And then the other thing I love about it is watching people pass out on the top step yep. or trip on their way back down the stairs. I, I tripped. There are some massive crashes. That, oh like, yeah. I mean, it, I, I guess I shouldn't be so happy about it, but God, it's <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's funny. It's like watching a car wreck and, and yeah. especially when you talk heavyweights, it's like how many 300 pound guys are going to die off of these stairs right. today. <laughs> that was the, um, cause I, that was the year that was when, man, I wanted, I wish I could redo that one because I missed my third deadlift because I couldn't hold on to it because I used, I was you switched using the, your straps up. I was using figure eights and yeah. they, I didn't have it. Well, and, it, and I think that one was on like, that last one was on like a normal barbell or something. It was something. a frame. Oh, it was a frame. I remember like the handles were smaller, mm-hmm. so you really have to lift it with your wrist and your tippy of your fingers, and yeah. you never really mess with right. Because well, I did the I don't um, like the axle eights. deadlift, um, and the axle deadlift threw me for a loop because I I I never I I never had done a deadlift medley like that where I was like quick into it. Whereas normally it when I deadlift, different I'm, world man, and I want to do it again because I literally had enough time. Like I had a shit ton of time. Yeah. To pull that car, and I couldn't. I feel bad because... Pick that up. So that oh, was, that's what's there at this that, one. This that, one has a car deadlift. Oh, yeah. Car deadlift for reps. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. And Sound then bloody nose I get. And then there's a crucifix hold. Yep. Uh, it said something about anvils, like 35-pound anvils that you're what? holding out to the sides. And But in the discussion on the Facebook event page, it said something about, like, are you... Is it, like, handles with chains with anvils hanging from them? So I don't even know what it's going to look like. I've just been training some static holds on my shoulders, front and side, and I'm like, yeah, what, whatever it is, we're all right. going to have to fuck with anyway, so who cares? Right. And then the 10-stone series ranging from 220-pound to 350-pound stones, right. which isn't a crazy heavy stone, but... It's a lot of fucking reps before you get to that stone, so mm-hmm. I, I would just be happy if. Well, I and get see, the stone I want to know what that. the what because I thought those were my weight class numbers. No, we'll look it up. We'll look it up, and I'll see what you're because you're 
220. So you'd be mm-hmm. you'd be a middleweight whether you're 200 or 220. That's both middleweight. Right, classes. right. Yeah, the, like so I have to get down to like 175 or some like bullshit yeah, to some be crazy number. Yeah, it's like I I think it's 179, and I could. Well, probably not now. I've gotten down there. Don't yeah, you would you'd be worthless at that level. I would be point. like Yeah, I can't say that. That's not PC. Yeah, anymore. you're too lean. You would have to lose a shit ton of the it'd be really hard to recomp. Right. I'm looking at trying to get down to two seventy five because I want to do nationals as a heavyweight and their heavyweight is two forty two or two seventy five. Anything over two seventy five yeah. is super. And I just don't want to be that big anymore. I'm like two ninety right now right now. We're like eleven weeks out. So or nine, ten and a half weeks out. So I'll be, uh, I want to get down to 275 and have about three weeks where I'm at 275. Right. I don't want to cut weight. I hate cutting weight. Yeah, it's a bit. Well, and so I told you this because um, remember I was listening to the podcast. So the the meet where you passed out, you were a 275er. Yeah, because cut, you uh, I, cut water I and you, yeah, you cut too much. I cut like an extra four pounds. Yeah, I like two seventy one. Yeah, I remember that. And that was the meet that you did the strongman show. Which I, ever since then, I'm like, I will not compete at a meet where I'm coaching, where it's someone that I've been yeah. coaching. Because well, like, if I could have been there helping you right. on the events the whole day, you would have done well, so I much. I think better. you were there at most of them. I, I made it to like watch you on like two of the five. But yeah, and and. And I was fine with it because um, yeah. I knew you had to do it. I picked it just because I wanted to be up well, and do it. And we already established you don't listen to me anyway. So. Right. <laughs> well, I, I think I would have <laughs> probably listened to you a little bit more on that one. Yeah, for sure. That's like a, a different realm. Because I think where you were there or you were just getting there when I failed my uh, the frame deadlift. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I saw the rope pull, but that was one where it's like we never practiced it. Right. So you're just going to get what it you was, get. Oh, it was, that was terrible. I didn't yeah. even think about wearing gloves or anything. Because it was literally, I would pull on it, it would slide an inch, and then it would start moving. And that was, was that the one where, I'm trying to remember. I, I, just I think remember, Anthony I remember was at was, that one. I remember it was heavy as shit, that's all Yeah, it was a good, um, yeah. So, fuck, I got beat so bad. Um, <laughs> I got, well, you signed up for open for your first show, right, too, right? So it's right. not yeah, like, I if got you my, went novice, you'd have probably, like, shit on well, yeah, the no, Well, because the heaviest novice frame was 500. Yeah. Yeah, and I was would, like, N- I'm not even going to be challenged, so no, I'll, yeah. I'll lose before I'm challenged. I would challenged. rather you go open and get your ass kicked rather than go novice and feel well, like so you're a I rock think star. I finished at like 245 or something on a, on a log. Mm-hmm. The dude who beat me had a 305 log press yep. because he was at the Arnold three weeks that prior to that. Yep. The guy who won was at the Arnold. I'm like, well, there you go. Fuck. And Strongman's they had like these um, like fucking fancy... Um, the grip shirts. The grip shirts, yep. and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I have shit? to buy another grip shirt for this competition just because there's a company that's sponsoring them that sells grip shirts, and part of the sponsorship deal was people can only use our grip shirts or no grip shirts. Ah. So I'm like, damn it. Because, I, I mean, for me, you know, Louis Simmons, if it's not an advantage, it's a disadvantage. Right, so no, definitely. For me, like, I, I, can, I can go from lap to overhead with the 200 keg, especially because it's the first thing. Um, the, the block doesn't really get impacted by the grip shirt very much, but the axle, unless I'm going straight from the floor to shoulders with 275, which I'm not, the grip shirt will make a difference. Right. Uh, and if it's just like those three lifts and whoever does it faster wins, a grip shirt's going to be a big advantage. So right. I have to get one. Um, it's funny you talk about Louis Simmons and if it's not an advantage, a disadvantage, because it made me remember. I love that quote. Right. And it made me think back to like sumo deadlifting. 
And what I did to my stance. So last week was my first week where we pulled my with my sumo stance, which was cool. So we were about, I would say we were fucking maybe 60%, maybe 70. I, I don't know. We were, we were just sets of 10 at 500. Nice. Or not sets Damn. of 10. Uh, <laughs> Ten singles at five hundred. Okay, I was like, "Holy shit!" More than one set of ten at five. No, no. Well, I could probably. I quit. Do too. Yeah, but like, how much you want to recover? Right, right. Um, <laughs> Mister, no, I we, can't sleep. Right, we were doing. Um, so we were doing these singles, and I widened my stance about an inch on each leg or each foot about an mm-hmm. inch. Um, shortened range of motion. Um, I was hoping by doing so, because um, I have a weird lockout issue. Okay. Um. So by doing so, I can maybe get my get into a little bit better positioning, a little bit more upright torso, um, because I got tiny, short, little fucking arms. And uh, by the doing that, it'll keep me more upright, but I'll able to snap a little quicker. Okay. At the top, that makes um, sense. Like how Sean Noriega deadlifts. Yep. I um, mean, he has a very quick lockout. Um, and that went well. And I will say, for the first time ever deadlifting, and I don't know if it was because of the platform, or if because we were I was on calibrated plates or what the fuck ever it was, or that I moved my stance, but every single deadlift looked the same. Hmm. Like, it looked, it was nice. They all looked and moved the same. Some of them were a little slower than others, but it was mostly because I wasn't as dialed in, but, like, the last gotcha. four I did were amazing. Hmm. Like, they looked RPE 6 or maybe maybe 7. Good. So you thinking about that for the meet, for sure? Like that Oh, stance? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Cuz your sumo's always been not that your conventional's bad, but your sumo's always been at least a little better. Um, even after you work on your conventional for a Yeah, bit. well cuz I don't my so my best conventional pull is like just around 550 570, I don't know. Um but like my best sumo is way over that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I'm hoping, you know, we have some I have a pretty good one. My back's feeling pretty good. Um, and by, so you're getting, by, that, you're getting that 300 kilo monkey off your back at Worlds at the very least, right? Jesus Christ. Right? I want to open with that. Good. <laughs> no, I'm, I am not, if Chris, my coach, listens to this, I am not going to open it at 300 <laughs> kilos because that's fucking insane. I was like, this is not my responsibility right now. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I mean, unless unless I we, we start peaking. And like, well, he's six, gonna, he's gonna, you're gonna peak right. real soon, and you'll be able to kind of figure out, right? But like, unless like six forty or six seventy five is like, or not six seventy five, six forty five is like, I could probably do five, dude. I would, I would love, not open. I would love to see that six sixty go down on your second. Yeah, that's where it'll go. And that's I would, I would love to see like six seventy seven, six eighty three, whatever the kilo works out to. Oh, that's for your third. Yeah, it's I don't kind of what I think is like just just looking at your training from what I know about your right. training. I'm like I feel like those are realistic and achievables. Right. Well, so but, I mean, if you're feeling YOLO and, and seven's right. there, then fucking go seven. You well, know? and well, it's the last lift, last thing I'll do probably in London. So fuck, might as well go big or go home. But I was watching my deadlift of 660 and or my 300 kilo deadlift in Ohio that mm-hmm. I did earlier in the year. And then I was comparing it to my deadlift in down in Terre Haute that we did about mm-hmm. three months ago or whatever in August. The meat that shall not be named. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal. I locked that fucker out. On which meat? In Ohio. 
I oh, locked nice. that out, and then it and then just, you just dropped it, slipped yeah, right out my hand. I remember that. That was a uh, oh, I didn't, and I didn't know I locked it out. I watched it, and maybe you could be like, "Oh, well, your knees were soft." I'm like, the, it, "It was, it was, was locked. it was definitely closer to locking out than the one in Terre Haute." Was. Yeah, the one in Terre, Terre Haute, Haute. I feel like your mental game got totally yeah, fucked. I think after I got, I, I think, yeah, I think I got totally fucked in the hip. Mm-hmm. Like I messed up and got lost track of time, and I didn't. Uh, after or lost, that, lost after what that I was squat doing. got weird, the wheels fell off and they never came back. Yeah, because I mean, no I hit a I hit a bench PR in me, right? And I was I could care I, I cared less. Yeah. I did not care about that PR. <laughs> I I mean, I was just all I cared about was hitting that deadlift, and I I think and it was interesting. And too. I'm over here like, heck yeah, way to rally from the squat and hit a bench PR, and you're like, fuck you. Well, so the thing <laughs> is, is, so I was talking to um. Someone, someone about this and I uh, I'm not a big like vi- visualization technique like visualize what you're gonna do like right. when you're not in the gym I was uh I was taking my dog for a walk uh like a couple weeks or a week prior mm-hmm. and I was just like hyper focused on that on like what 660 is gonna feel in my hands what it's gonna feel like and I gave myself a minor anxiety attack because I was so <laughs> no it was like a good one because I was so excited I was like I have everything dialed in this is like my best prep so you know what I used to do like visualization wise um, back when I was fighting is I would get on a treadmill and I would go at like you know like a 120 heartbeats a second kind mm-hmm. of pace. So nothing crazy, but like kind of moderate effort, you know? And I would like think about like walking in the cage and like fighting this dude yeah. and your heart rate would go up. And then I'd try to like do my best to like see how quick I could pull it back down. Interesting. Um, just because when your heart's pumping, your conditioning's going. Right. So if you can figure that out. And I, the last time I did it was the last fight I have, and I lost, and I haven't visualized shit ever since then. I'm like, well, I'm so, like fuck me. Well, because I knew, well, the thing was is I knew where we were lifting. I knew, like, I literally envisioned myself, you know, coming back from behind the curtain because there's always, like, a fucking little curtain. Right. They want you to take your ammonia behind. And I, I visualized myself. Because the normies on Instagram think it's crack. <laughs> it kind of is sometimes. Um, and I'm, I just visualize myself walking up, um, what I was doing with my feet, kind of screwing my toes into the ground, mm-hmm. and how I was going to grab that bar and just say, fuck it all. And, like, just grab it. And I was, like, ecstatic about it. And then the meet happened, and I got out of my groove. I lost my focus, and I started focusing on I, – because I that squat went so bad – the first, the, the first one, because I missed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, went so bad. I was pissed because I was like, "Well, fuck this! I'm not like and then having one fun." Was money in the bank, yeah. And then so I'm like, "Okay, things are moving. We're gonna re- reset. We're gonna just finish it out." You know, so I'm a little off balance, but I, I'm able to kind of go back on my third one. I hit my third one. All right, we're we're back in, we're back in business. Um, and I missed my, and they they touched me on my third one, which means red lights, even though mm-hmm. I didn't miss it. That was freaking um, crazy. It might have been a little high, but I would have been cool with getting a red light for high. Red light for depth is your fault, right? Not theirs. Them touching you is their fault. Yeah. So I, yeah. like the wheels were off. Yeah. Like it was go for broke, fuck it all. And now the cool thing that, is that, that was I was like, not able to get like back into a good headspace to dial like, in. It sucks, but now that that's happened. Maybe next time something I, like I that think happens, I know, you'll be able to rally back. I, I, I think I, yeah, I, I developed the uh, coping skills, yeah. if you must call it that, to kind of recenter myself and be like, no, 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 that's okay. 
Like we don't, right. cause like I was like, well, and, and I had a, we don't go home because you had a bad squat. Right. Yeah. Well, and I remember I was trying to put the pieces back together and I was kind of right. starting to do it after the bench. And then <laughs> if you have a bar at a gym, God damn it. And you're letting people use it. <laughs> I swear the fuck. If you like bitch about it, like what the, f- I don't even remember what it was. I was so angry. Like it was loading the, pl- like two odd plates or whatever. Right. Like if you were going to bitch about your bar being used because you don't want someone to use your bar, but you were going to store it at a gym, fuck you. Yeah, that was weird. Now, if you're going to bitch about a bar being used inappropriately at a gym, that's warranted. <laughs> you just covered your ass, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so no, no, I under, I understand what but, you're saying. That makes and that, total and that's sense. a total, and that's an issue at gyms anyway. Right, right. Um, but no, oh man, and I was done. I, I was, I, I think by that time, I, I was, I was more focused on being pissed being off at that person about that than, than actually focusing, focusing on, what you're on doing. my lift. And mm-hmm. I thought I was like, oh, I can use this anger and rage, and it's a good one, and I can use it as fuel. And if you can focus I, it, I yes, couldn't focus but you it, could and not, it was like yeah. this insane wildfire, just you were, like insanity. Yeah, you, were, you were like a wildfire, just burning recklessly, not focused on anything. Oh my god! Well, I punched <laughs> was, a tree. Yeah, I punched a fucking tree. I, I forget what you did. Like you came up to me, and you, I don't remember what you were saying, but I was just like, I'm not even talking to him. Oh right yeah, now. I told you. I, I was telling you I was quitting. <laughs> I like, told you I, I was quitting powerlifting. I quit powerlifting. I'm like. Mm. Yeah. I'm like I'm like nothing I say is going to be helpful here. We'll no. just let him compute and do his own thing. Yeah, I punched a fuck. I haven't punched. So I used to like get pissed off when you I was in high school. You that tree. And I used to like punch shit. I used to punch my lo- my locker, my football locker, my high school locker all the time. Like <laughs> I dented many lockers. Anyone who knows you in real life. <laughs> and so like I haven't done anything like that in a while because <laughs> here's the deal. <laughs> If you punch a wall and you hit a stud, you broke your fucking hand. Yes. I never broke my hand, but I thought it would be a good idea to punch a fucking tree. You got tree. a palm strike stuff. I punched a fucking tree <laughs> like a jackass. And so that's my, like my hand punching, a, punching a giant stud, essentially, is what you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, man, that was terribly embarrassing. Um, I wonder why you lost your grip. Could it be your hand was swollen? Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> my knuckles are broke. It's hard to hold on to that damn deadlift with a broken knuckle. Right. Not now. Because <laughs> we uh, started playing hook grip, so I just need three fingers. Yeah, Jeez. two fingers and a thumb. Thumb's not a finger. Never hook gripping again. I fail it on deadlifts. I'll do it on like Olympic lifts, but right. Um, uh, my, just my little sausage fingers don't work. Right. So we got to do this because we didn't post it last week, and if we do, you know, this will be a fun one. We got to do over overrated, underrated. Okay. Um, because I think that's that's something we should just hold on. Own. Pause. Two announcements. Oh. One. Oh, wait, hang on. Can we talk about your friend at, at Static Monsters? Oh, yeah. And hold on. Let's shout out Katrina. So Yeah, sorry, Katrina. Squat, we totally like got off topic. Her squat was a little high, so she actually ended up bombing on squats, which sucks because she was opening with, like, fucking records. Um, her bench was money in the bank. She PR'd her bench. I forget what she hit. Maybe, like, 155 or something, but she's only, like... She's little. She's she's the fifty-two kilo class. So it's at one. Is that the smallest or kilo? Like that? No, I think there's like forty-nine or something. Oh. Is a little smaller. But she's she's a small weight class. She's a small person, but she's very jacked. So she's not yeah. like light for how small she is. Right. Um. And so she killed her bench, and then deadlift was a little rough, but she opened at like two ninety-seven. Oh damn! And she got it. Um. But then just I I, I think it was. 
I think her head game was off because the squats were such an upsetting moment for right. her. Because um, she she open she was opening at like two ninety ish, and she'd hit like two eighty for like a solid pretty easy triple in the gym. Right. So it was just she just didn't quite sink it to where she needed to. Um, so she got a rough meet, but the lift she got. Pretty damn impressive lifts, you know. Right. Uh, I think her next meet, she'll probably just open a touch lighter to build mm-hmm. some confidence, especially in the squat. And she was they were back at the gym today training, um, and she's doing like low, low box squats and pausing them just to kind of really feel that so, depth. Yeah, know? I that is if if you're missing. If, so as me, if I'm coaching someone, that is if you're missing for depth. Your ass is sitting on a box and, and you're enjoying it, dude. Because I I missed I missed a squat I missed a meet I missed a, I bombed out for a depth, and the fucking next day I was doing box squat like repeated effort method yeah. box squat, like I you know was what, pissed. You know what is hilarious? Because because Katrina, I'm sure you get super tired of people calling you small, but. It's so awesome because she's is not the largest in stature. Guess what we're using for a box? So the smallest box there is like a twelve inch, sixteen inch, eighteen inch. Were you using like a twenty the, or a forty five pound the, bumper? The twelve inch puts her like above parallel. Yeah. So we used one of the red crash pads with a forty five pound plate on top, oh, gosh. and that's it. <laughs> and then I got her to like depth. Yeah. Um. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, Jacob was like, yeah, I guess we could build a box. I was like, dude, don't waste time building that box. Once she gets good at like this depth, you're going to take that box away anyway. Right. So, um, so just deal with it for like three weeks. <laughs> right. you know? uh, but, man, I bet th- I think he said they signed up for a meet in December. Okay. Or, or she did for a meet in December, kind of like as her revenge meet. So nice. I'm sure she'll have a much better showing then. And then Static Monsters was Sunday. Uh, my friend Daniel Durachik was there. Um, she's coached by Anthony Deal. Oh, um, for for this prep, um, and I was there just to kind of help her call attempts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And uh, she went log. She hit one twenty five or one thirty, which like her second attempt was a PR at like one oh five or something. Oh, nice. Uh, so then she hit another PR at, at one twenty, and it was it was good pick. It looked like I mean she kind of strict pressed it instead of push pressing it because she got a little out of position. Um, but it looked, she didn't have a ton left in the tank there. So that was like a really good third attempt for her. And then it's a 18 inch axle deadlift, uh, three tries to get a max Mm -hmm. is what the event is there on the second event. And she, uh, she ended at, she hit three sixty or three seventy, like pretty easy. Um, but she's very tall. So she has like pretty long legs. Yeah. And, it's like a 16-inch deadlift is much easier than an 18-inch deadlift because of where it sits in mm-hmm. regards to where her knees are. Um, so so it's kind of at a really shitty spot for her. So she's almost better from the floor than she is from 18 inches. Yeah, that, that's, um, that sucks ass. So that was a PR that she hit on her second. Um, as, so like if she can get it to get off the ground and like just above her knee, she's good. But if it doesn't get over that knee, it's not going fucking anywhere. And on her third, we went to 390. Uh, she kind of was thinking four, and I was like, I know you'd have 380. I'm pretty sure you got 390. I just I don't trust that four is going to happen. And you're allowed to hitch and stuff in Strongman. And she, right. she got the 390, like, basically to the top of her kneecap. She needed, like, 
a sixteenth more of an inch, and she could have hitched it and been fine, and it just wasn't quite there. So oh, that's that's disappointing. So I mean, she would have hit a three eighty five. She would have hit right um, three ninety. You know, on a different day, she would have hit for sure. But right. But she PR'd that deadlift and she PR'd her log. So good deal. She good. was happy. Oh her. Um. Yeah. That's that's all my exciting things from the nice the weekend. Um. I and then okay, my announcements. Yeah, I was gonna say we got a couple announcements. One this Friday, I will be podcasting on this podcast. We'll get it released um, with Jessica Fithin of whoop, whoop. "You Look Like a Man" on Instagram. Is that what, no? That's she has her own regular Instagram. Yeah, she has through. "Filthy Fithin" is her her no, personal no, no, Instagram. No, it's not that anymore. While you're going, I'm going to say this. She has a backup account for the "You Look Like a Man" account because it kept getting banned because people are fucking stupid. Um, so she's going to be on that show. That show will be awesome. Um, it will be released quicker than the week time frame since this one kind of came out late. We're trying to make sure we're keep, we're keeping one a week, and we kind of missed this week. Um, and then right oh, after – right, What is it? She changed it back okay. to Filthy Fifth one. Right after I am done podcasting with her, I'm actually hopping on um, weightlifting talk with John North and the Attitude Nation – uh, he's an old homie of mine, more in the weightlifting world, but uh, he's who coaches the guy that I helped out with the powerlifting meet. He does his coaching for like weightlifting, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if he did his coaching for bodybuilding or not, but John did some bodybuilding as well. Oh yeah, um, so that'll be fun. I haven't talked to John probably in like four years. Oh damn! I, I popped on. I was on his podcast quite a bit because we coached together for a while. Uh, Team Dark Orchestra, my forearm tattoo. Um, had a powerlifting coach that was me, and we had powerlifting people, and then we had uh, a CrossFit Games guy that was a CrossFit coach for him, and then he was weightlifting, and then after a while he was like, "Man, I just love weightlifting. I love you guys, but like, I really want to kind of get back to my roots of like right weightlifting." So we all ended up kind of going our separate ways. So it'll be good to get on there and holler at him again. I haven't talked to him in a while. So yeah. that'll be cool. We, we so overrated, underrated. We got to do this because okay. I think we, we're just gonna. We, we got this seven is, minutes. This is our idea, so I've got some. I've got some for you. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Overrated, underrated, close grip. Under fucking rated. Look at any world record bench person. That's a dude, not a female. They have better mobility than us, so that it's a, it's a slightly different game. But look at any dude that's a legit fucking big bencher. Um, other than John Hack, but he doesn't count. We all hate him. He has a narrow bench, though. He has a narrow bench? Yeah. Okay. Okay, he does. So if you look at the, the giant guys, the Julius Maddox, the TD Smashes, the Perseus, the like basically all the all the 600-plus benchers, mm-hmm. you look at them and be like, oh, no, they're grabbing, like, pointer finger on the ring. But they're so fucking wide, if you look at the angle of their wrist to their shoulder – it is damn near a close grip bench press. Guys mm-hmm. like that, it is about the triceps. The chest is important for the first, like, two inches. No one sticks on the chest unless you just guess totally wrong. Everyone sticks at that, you know, uh, where your triceps start to take over, like, kind right. of that four inches off the chest. Right. That is not a weak chest. That is a weak tricep is why that is not going. Close grip bench is more triceps. It is good. It is the thing that will bring your bench to the next level, especially if you haven't done a lot of tricep works, and especially if you are a wide bencher, do close grip. 
your bench will fly up. Right. No, I, yeah, I have actually my heaviest benches during this entire prep have been close grip. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Well, and you also think about it, it increases the range of motion by at least three or four inches for most people. And more range of motion will get you stronger and better at a movement. It just fucking will. Right. You're using more muscles at more angles. Right. Overrated, underrated, material goods. Define material goods. Things that are, like, not necessities. Like buying presents for other people. Overrated or underrated? Or would you rather do an experience? I mean, yeah, experiences, overrated or underrated? Experiences. God, it depends on the experience. Memories are better than things. So, okay, experiences, <laughs> underrated, material goods, overrated. I've lived in my car. I've lived in a, like, 200-square-foot office. Right. I've been completely happy. <laughs> right, right. Like, we don't, sometimes we forget about, like, how much crap we have and how much crap we don't actually need. Although I am in a pretty dope house right now and I am probably happier than I was living in my car. True. <laughs> Overrated, underrated, hot tubs. <sighs> underrated. Really? I know they're dirty as hell. They are, well, and, and I, public I hot like tubs are dirty. I will give you I'm that. even saying public hot tubs, underrated. Uh, what? Dude, nothing feels better than getting into a hot tub after like a heavy deadlift, especially heavy deadlift, heavy deadlift, heavy bench, heavy squat, anything. Put me in a damn hot tub. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's disgusting as hell, but I don't so wear shoes it. and socks in the gym, so I don't know. Fuck what I'm your ice about. bath, hot tub. I spat. So bit a bit of science. The guy who invented the rice principle, which is um, rest, ice, repeat, or whatever. He uh, this is like pretty old information. He like redacted that he said nope i was wrong i agree like like straight up he's like oops nope i was wrong icing is not good so because icing it, it's good for immediate, immediate recovery. acute injury mm-hmm. ice but soreness no well so what it is when you're trying to recover from an injury um what does ice do it restricts inflammation, which restricts blood flow to the injured area. Exactly. So we and when you're injured, the whole reason why shit swells up is because there's a ton of blood flow, blood rushing in there. in there to try to recover you and to create a cushion so you don't re-injure it when you bang. Exactly. It on shit. <laughs> exactly. So yes, icing is stupid. Ice baths. Li- I like ice baths, though. I won't say they're lame because they're they're a good system shock. Building the system shock and honestly building some mental grit. Like yes, but. I, I don't. I did take an ice bath every day though when I was in college, um, when I was uh, when I was playing football, I took an ice bath every day during camp, every yep. day, and I know for a fact it fixed me because, it will, and 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 that's a special circumstance. Where and I'm not saying they don't work. I'm just saying they're overrated. Good Hot tubs you. are underrated. Oh, da- I don't know. Maybe I just need. To, maybe you need to get it's one. Okay, you, you can have your own opinion on it. No, maybe you just need to get one, and I can come over and experience it. Makes sense to me. <laughs> oh man, we'll have we to... just we just put one in at Ellen's brother's house. Oh yeah, we did. I helped. That fucker was heavy. Yeah. Oh yeah, you helped. You were yeah, there. it was yeah. freaking raining. I feel like you deserve a, a dip if you helped move it. I, it was. I don't want to dip in that one after what I some of the stuff I heard. <laughs> I'm likely to come out with a disease. Well, I mean, we don't know what the person that had it before him was doing in it. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> I don't know what I'm complaining about. Like I said, right, I don't what else, what else we socks. got? 
I got nothing else for you, man. Okay. Other an- other announcement. Oh, Fearless is an- Fearless is having their uh, meet in December. Yeah, They're starting a barbell pack. club. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't posted too much about it. I just kind of put a little sneak peek on my Instagram. I uh, I messaged the Massonomics guys mm-hmm. today because we were. I, I forget I was talking about. I sent I sent Tanner a there was a Bose like sponsored ad. Oh yeah, that looked like Tanner if he was skinny, and I sent it to him and I was like, "Bro, are you sponsored by Bose now too? Just Bose sponsoring your podcast?" And he was like, "Oh my god, that's creepy as shit." <laughs> and because uh, it looked just like him, but like skinnier, and then he like reposted it and was like, "Skinny Tanner" or whatever. It was funny, um, and I was like, "Hey." I'm planning on doing the uh, North Dakota Strongest Man this year because they're uh, a guy they used to podcast with hosts. That, yeah, I was going to say, that's where they're they're based out of. Um, and and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind swinging by the gym or whatever. And if my podcast kind of pumping up views and stuff, I'd love to get you guys on that. And he was kind of like, yeah, man, swing by any time. And totally avoided the podcast question. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess we have to get We popular. need to build up our audience and then send them like soldiers to DM them and be like, hey, why don't you guys go on the Meathead Chatter podcast? You, uh, well, so we, maybe we need to put those controversial, those controversial, uh, inst- or posts, podcasts up. We already got the abortion one out there. I oh, like fuck. Not. I forgot about the abortion one. That one that, I feel like that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Though. And that one was at the tail end. So it's not yeah, like it, it was, was, it was a quick and it was, it was more of a, I don't like, I'm, I was pro life, but I don't like the law because no one voted on it and I just hate executive power. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Boy, I could go. Yeah, we're going to. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this is a great time to finish up. Again, you guys can definitely head over to uh, the Patreon, and there's links for all this in the show notes. Give us some five bucks. Um, I actually have some plans once we get to a larger number of listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, that would make the Patreon like more cool other than just sending us money. Right. <laughs> um, and we do have the powerlifting and strongman programming for 30 buckaroos a month. And get on that and get your lift on. And be sure to follow us at Meathead Chatter. Follow Preston at PSAC16. And follow me at strongman underscore Dan. Thanks for listening. Later. <laughs>